quarter. Earth. Fire. Air. For the longest time, the four nations have lived together in harmony. Under the wise leadership of Avatar Roku, the world has experienced an era of peace and prosperity unlike any other. But with the recent death of Avatar Roku after his volcanic island erupted, members of all four nations feel the winds and tides of change. With the search for the new Avatar only just beginning, the world seems poised on the brink of conflict. But without the Avatar, who will save the world? Uh, my name is Bree, also known as Pretty Pixel, and I am playing Sherva, a warrior from the Fire Nation. I'm Andrew, uh, also go by Lucifer. I'm playing Firebender, that goes by Mako Bao. Hello, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Oki, a waterbender from the Northern Water Tribe. I'm Brandon, and I'm Rung Bolo, an earthbender from the Earth Nation. Hey, I'm Dave, and my character is Al, the airbender from the Animates. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of this ragtag group of members of all four nations. Hello, everybody! (laughs) Hello, hello. How you doing? Welcome back to the Lost Archives. All the players are coming in. Yay, give away! There we go. Hey, welcome back. My name's Owen, I'm the Dungeon Master. All the players are here tonight except for Andrew. Where's Andrew, you might ask? We don't know. Andrew just said he couldn't make it 20 minutes ago and he's not here, so we're assuming something's up. Hopefully he's okay, otherwise I'm going to feel like a real dickhead for (laughs) this, like, ribbing I'm giving him right now. But, um, nah, he deserves it, fuck him. Uh, no, (laughs) we love Andrew. I I hope everything's okay. Uh, we do miss you tonight. Marco's definitely going to die, though, so, uh, sorry about that. Uh, but we better get into uh, into things. So thank you, everybody, who joined us live last night for our Tyranny of Dragons campaign. It was a spicy session. Obviously, Claire and Michael, two of our players, are away on a lovely holiday. They're not going to be back for a couple of weeks. So we had some guest characters come and join us. Tom came and joined us. You might remember Tom if you've watched the D&D stream before. He played a character called Baldor. He's brought that character back. And if you've watched Avatar Legends, you might remember the very first guest we had on this show has came and played a uh, sandbender called I. He came and played a dragonborn paladin on the D&D stream and was absolutely hilarious. Always good quality. He's easily as funny as he was when he was I. That same dry acerbic humor. So very happy to have Has coming and uh, joining us as a guest character on the D&D stream. Uh, so super cool. Very, very lovely to have them both. Uh, other news, I did the racking and tasting of my lovely mead and it is absolutely fucking delicious uh that video is now up it took me a little bit to get it edited um sorry about that that's a little bit of extra time but it is done it's edited it's up online uh you can check it out on youtube if you want to see how to make mead who doesn't want to make mead that's right everybody wants to make mead i can see your excited faces all there um it's going to be a little bit until it's fully finished but when it is done i would like to get some people come and do a taste test with me Now, I know that that's going to be easier for some of you who live in the state of Queensland, (laughs) whereas others, it's a little bit further away. I'm looking into sending some tiny bottles full of like mead, enough to have a little taste test. I'm going to figure it out. I will, I will get that sorted because I think that'd be really cool if we could have like a a little taste as the, the the live, like avatar, avatar crew get to some like weird location. I'm like, all right, you, you order some drinks at the bar, pull them out, let's have them. And then like actually have them as your characters. That'd be kind of fun. 
I'll figure it out. It's all up in the air at this point. I'll just ride over on my bike. Okay. It's yeah. a couple couple of states. Are you ready to throw down? We'll make it happen. Twenty minutes. Make it happen. You could take the foot falcon. That's always an option. Yeah. What's the <laughs> is the foot falcon that stepping bike that you like step with <laughs> no, your feet? It's like it's like a Ford Falcon, but it's just your feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's car. Take the foot Falcon. Oh, we've had it. We've had an intriguing question from chat. Can chat players, Marco? Do you know what? Yes, yes, chat can. <laughs> yes, they can. Yeah. Andrew's not here. Marco is possessed by the spirits oh, of chat God. for tonight's session. Chat, I give you free reign to play as Marco within reason. If, if you do things that is way too far out of character, I will step in and I will have Marco do something else that is more in character. But within reason, chat now have control of a player character. God help us all. Uh, no wishes. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is, this is going to be good. I can tell this is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, alrighty. Well, I better do a bit of a recap and get us back up to speed. Because <clears throat> it's been a little bit of time since we last played. Um chatter happy about this i can tell so our story has been following sherva and marco of the fire nation rung of the earth kingdom oki of the water tribe and isle of the air nomads the children of important ambassadors of each of the four nations they have been attending a historic summit at the Beifong estate with the recent death of avatar roku following the eruption of his volcanic island home omens of war and conflict seem numerous the team are currently in the northern water tribe Oki having been called back home to begin her training as a seer with another waterbender, Akila. Things have gone somewhat awry, however. Uh, Akila was unveiled as a bloodbender working for a dark spirit, and the tribe has been under attack from a fox spirit for many nights. Despite Akila betraying the party and attempting to sacrifice Marco to open the sealed spirit portal at the North Pole, Al has been working hard to redeem him and was somewhat successful. Akila, now regretting his choices and wanting to make amends, led the group across the sea ice. Marco now leaving Sherva behind yet again to an old temple once important to the water tribe for communing with spirits. Arriving at the temple, Arl noticed a boat tied up to a neighboring, neighboring iceberg and discovered Oki and Ahini were there fixing up Oki's old outpost. Deciding not to involve someone specifically trained to deal with spirits, Arl headed back to the group to enter the temple and deal with some spirits. Looking in through the broken down doors of the temple, the group were a little apprehensive to just walk on in, so instead I'll push Marco inside, the door rising from the ground and sealing Marco inside as the fox spirit formed itself from white blue flame in front of him. With Oki, Ahini, Kurok and Sherva arriving just in time to see this happen, the group went into rescue mode. With Rung and Oki using their combined bending and strength to push the doors open once more, Sherva and Arl were able to use Sherva's insanely long whip to pull Marco out of harm's way. <laughs> Utilizing their training and Arl's closeness with the spirits, the group were able to calm the fox spirit and return it to the wilds for good. With one spirit down, the group now prepare for the journey ahead. And we left off last session as Marco, um, Rung, Kurok, Arl, Sherva, everyone but Oki, I think, uh, was distracted as um, Akila points and goes, oh, there's another spirit over there. Look, guys. Everyone sort of turns and looks. And um, at that point, uh, Akila sort of like runs over to the edge of the iceberg and yeets himself off to disappear from sight. Um, there was a little bit of a discussion afterwards, but um, we'll, we'll have it end on that because that's a much more dramatic exit for Akila <laughs> as Akila just disappears from view. Um, Kurok sort of watching Akila go, turns back towards the rest of you. Mm, I do not know if this was the right thing or not. He probably should have faced justice, but then again, he says he wants to 
find recompense for his sins. Perhaps he will do more good out there, making up for his mistakes. Who knows? Lucky he'll just stay in the tundra of the Arctic and just make puppets for a while. Forever, hopefully. Perhaps he would. If I never see another puppet again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> That's why we couldn't have you take his hands. You wouldn't make puppets anymore. It's way harsher than anything. Probably worse than death. To him. I still feel like that would be a good thing. Yeah, actually, that would be. Sorry, Al. <laughs> I have his puppets now. Uh, you will distinctly remember that you don't have his puppets right now. They're back at the Water Trap Village. <laughs> yeah, but I, I own them. I own them. Uh, you, and I remember, the, uh... you and I remember that conversation going very differently. So in, in that case, in Arl's head, Arl's like, yeah, I own the puppets now. They're my puppets. Ahini <laughs> um, sort of looking over gives Oki a pat on the back. I know that wasn't the easiest thing to do, Oki, but it was the right thing. Question is now, what are we going to do? I mean, Akila's his actions have, have caused Tarnak to be called in before the, the, the chief... It doesn't sound like they're. It doesn't sound like they want any more seers to continue. They think the whole position's been corrupted. I think perhaps it's best if you. Maybe head somewhere a little bit quieter for the moment. Maybe not hang around the water tribe. I know you weren't involved, but it's just, just convincing the uh, convincing the chieftain of that. He's a bit hot-blooded for a waterbender. Sorry, Ali, we can't hear you. I've forgotten the words anyway, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> no so, objections, that's the word. Should we should we show the so as like shouldn't show the tapestry to everyone, or we should show the tapestry to everyone? Like is there a problem if we show the old man this tapestry of the big nine tailed fox being their one true god? You are right, I have missed a little bit of the recap. I should have should have talked a little bit about your exploration of the tower. I'm very sorry, Rung. You have called me out, and you are correct. Uh, I'd just like we to point out the ah, going the as well, right? <laughs> what was that? Sorry, were we still considering going upstairs as well? Yes. So the last last we left off, you guys had actually headed yeah, inside the tried. tower and walked downstairs into the the lower room uh, below, where a number of tapestries were arranged. The tapestries were you've, you've taken it off the wall, rolled it up, uh, and are carrying it around with you. I should say, um, chat, it looks like you've just been given disadvantage. Sorry, uh, Ali. Looks like you've been given disadvantage by Archie, by Akila. Um, <laughs> and I quote, for the puppets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. That's a shame. Um, but yeah, so you guys, you guys have, you have walked back upstairs. You're now on the ground floor once again of this, this ruined tower. You can see the staircase heading upwards is partially collapsed, but not, not uh, unpassable. Um, you know that the tower's in pretty bad shape, but you, there are things you could do to try and get past. Look at the rung-shaped hole. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm going to be walking up that thing anytime soon right now. Uh, maybe, I'll oh, if you want to like fly up there, you can see if there's anything cool. Like, drop it down, <clears throat> I'll catch it, I swear. I'm big hands, I can catch anything. Chests of gold, diamonds, anything. Coal. I, I mean, we could climb up if anyone has rope. Or a whip. Uh, would Oki have one? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, if it's not in your inventory, Oki, then you do not have rope. 
Uh, like, and you have a bunch of random stuff a while back. Oh, I don't have rope. Who carries around rope when they're just like hanging out? Good up. You look like a, a bunch of man who will wear a rope. Bring a rope. When I went to the Kurok, I do the, not have I do not have rope either. Why would I just be walking around carrying rope? I was. Why? Who who does this? I pull out a net. Will this help? You could untwat. You could unwrangle this whole net, and you'll have a bunch of rope. I'm just not going to do it. Seems like a bit of a waste Where of a net, you... though, Rung, doesn't it? Get the water net? I'm just. He took it from the fishing well, oh, village. Well, well, I got it from yeah, the, where the, no, where the, the Ember Island. The multicultural hub of the desert. Multi multicultural hub of the desert. From the Siwong <laughs> Oasis. Yep. <laughs> I was carrying around this entire time. I don't know where I'm using it. <laughs> just in my pocket. I haven't used it for anything. <laughs> in while case we were, like, fishing. gets away. Sit off the canoe or anything. No, no, I'm just going to harass this young couple and convince them to leave the village. Like, it's going to be fishing. Yep. Classic wrong. Uh, Marco looks at the looks at the debris on the stairs. I could burn it, you know. Just... Could burn the debris burn away. It. Or the tower. Oh. Could burn the debris away. Pretty pretty skilled at firebending. Oh, wait, but you don't want the whole tower to burn, right? Not while we're oh. in it, at least. Oh, okay. At all. Just a, bit, a bit of it? Yeah. Like, Marco. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, can we water bend some stairs or like a lift? Uh, oh, Ahini goes, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, we could, we could like freeze the debris around. We could like put a bit of like a, put, put some like stairs around. Yeah, we, we could do that. Okay, do you want to give me a hand with that? Let's give it a go. Um, they'll be really slippery, so everyone just has to be really careful. All G skills. Say, can we make them not slippery, like at all, like dry as a bone. Last time, uh, Archie, no Archie, um, Akia uh, made stairs. I fell into the ocean and was very cold, and Chirpy was very cold. So if you could just make them like just non-slippery, I'll uh, go up them. I mean, we're gonna make them an ice, so uh, there's gonna be an element of slip. Why don't you just walk carefully, Run? Chirpy. She's, you see Chirpy just like, when your beak comes out. It's like, him. Like, I just can't. He's, I'm scared, okay. <laughs> Last time I walked up these ice stairs, straight in the cold water, nearly died. I, I mean, Oki and I can try and put some like texture on it so it's a bit easier to walk, but it's we're making yeah, them I'll, of ice, I'll, mate. I'll I, I don't know what to tell you. They're, they're going to be made of ice. I'll, I'll stuck it up. I'm just a little bit skittish right now but it's okay skittish and skittish just a little bit of a <laughs> nice. sook if you were in there it was really cold like, pretty cold like probably the coldest i'll give it a I'll give it a go um ahini and oki then begin sort of water bending to create these stairs that push past and, and freeze the debris in place um oki eight Really nice. Yeah, 100%. Um, you and Heaney working together, you create a series of steps that push part of the debris aside and create a staircase, a completed staircase, heading up to the first floor. Um, you guys can head on up the stairs. Absolutely. Uh, just so that I know the order, who's going up the stairs first? I think you'd probably be probably yeah, taking point in case there are any spirits or anything um, left in the tower. Okay, I'd fair enough. I'll stick about all. Alrighty. I'll put some slightly spoopier music on in the backgrounds, hey? What do we feel Who's about the that? Stairs? 
God damn you. What was that? <laughs> I, was like, I goddamn knew it. <laughs> oh, just because it's nice to have some spoopy music. We like spoops. Uh, let's do this one. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's terrifying. Exactly. There we go. That's perfect. Okay. Um, yeah, as you guys begin walking up the stairs, uh, the first floor is just as damaged as the rest of the tower. Uh, you can see where a section of the roof is partially caved in. And this is the area that um, Sherva and Arl were able to use to sort of drop down to the first floor and, and pull Marco out of the way using Sherva's freakishly long whip. Um, it's not the, freakishly long, it's nah, standard it's, size. It's a standard size whip, aren't it? Um, as, as you begin sort of moving around and looking through the top floor, you can, as the, the first floor, I should say, you can't see any signs of, uh, I'm assuming the sort of things you're looking for, uh, paintings, tapestries, notes, things of importance, things that catch your eye. Altars, Altars incense burning, incense. torches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, pentagrams, none of those things. Um, it looks like it's maybe maybe this was once some sort of waiting room or, or place where people could sit. You can see there's benches that have half sort of frozen and broken Maybe this is where people waited before they headed up to the upper floors of the tower, but there's not much here. Um, Any few... stacks of magazines? No stacks of magazines, weirdly <laughs> enough. Um, okay, just yeah. broken benches, um, yeah, and some some ruined furniture, uh, ruined chairs, and a staircase heading up to the next floor. This staircase is is undamaged. You can see that it's uh, a little bit frozen, a little bit rotted in places, but otherwise seems to be fairly undamaged. If it's possible to sort of reinforce, like, I'm not sure how the staircase is constructed, but if it's sort of like big pillars of like wood or whatever that's creating the structure. Yes. Is there any like rotted areas? Like if Oki can just sort of patch more it the up hand and like, just sort rail. of freeze in patch jobs? Yeah, more the handrail than anything else. But yes, if you would like to roll me skills and training, this time you're doing it by yourself. So I will have you get a minus one to your roll as your disadvantage kicks in. Yeah, seven takes it down to a six, which is a failure. Uh, Oki, as you go to freeze parts of the handrail and parts of the columns, the ice expands and cracks and causes the wood to splinter. You watch as part of the staircase that you've just tried to bolster and prop up immediately is broken and cracked and then begins to collapse to the side partially blocking the way out of the tower, but more importantly, making it that much more difficult to climb up to the second floor. As Ahini sort of watches you do this. <laughs> As Ahini watches you do this, she goes, oh, oh, um, all right, we'll, we'll make another ice staircase then. Um, Kurok, if you stand by the window, can you like water bend some, some snow in and I'll, I'll make some stairs and, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just get to work, hey? Uh, oh. <laughs> Rejected. <laughs> Kordok goes over to the window, begins bending up some snow, turning it into water, passing it over to Ahini, who begins pushing it back in and freezing it in place. Uh, before too long, part of a staircase is formed, and Ahini gives a bit of a one-two test and then begins climbing up the staircase. Uh, any spirits up there? <laughs> she starts follow. Uh, I guess Oki will follow up after. Yeah. As you call that out, you hear a sort of slight echo from your voice and then nothing but the sound of the wind through the tower, through the broken holes and caved-in sections. 
uh, as well as the, the echoing of your footsteps as you walk up the stairs. As you get to the second floor, you can see there are a number of uh, what look to be small shrines located at the north, south, east and west walls of the building. Areas where broken incense jars and uh, incense pottery jars are, are set up, um, been knocked to the floor and cracked and broken. Some of the altars are still intact, but most are cracked and, and broken. This place seems to have been forgotten. No one's been here, no one's visited here for a very long time. But you can see the image on each of the four altars of different looking spirits. The one that points to the north is familiar to you. A fox with nine tails, frost growing across its body. The other four, not so much. You can see that the altar to the south, what looks to be part of a lizard-like tail, and then the rest of the effigy, the rest of this animal is gone, whatever it was. It's just this very sort of scaly lizard-like tail coiled around. The one to the east is gone completely. Nothing left. The one to the west, however, looks almost a little bit like a sky bison. Large, six-legged with a long tail, but wrapped in cloud and with four sets of horns curled up around, not just pointing straight up, but full curled like a ram's horn. And the patterns as well, not just a single arrow on the head, and Arl, you would notice this, you're very familiar with Sky Bison, not just a single arrow on the head, but curling arrows all across the body. Yeah, very strange looking Sky Bison. Would I have seen anything like that in any of the temples like art or like teachings could i get you to roll me a harmony roll please are you harmonious you a harmonious boy i i am flatly harmonious flatly harmonious (laughs) and that is a three i something i mean it looks like a sky bison but a weird sky bison and that's about all you get (laughs) That's a weird sky bison, guys. Awesome. Thank you. You know, it's got arrows all over it. Yeah. Oh, I see Check out this lizard tail. <laughs> Any badger mole shrines here? Just sky bison and foxes? And no, the, what, the, the shrine to the east is destroyed. Um, and that sort of, as, as you're having a bit of a look wrong, you've kind of identified a bit of a theme here. You notice that most of the, the shrines do have some iconography of the four elements you can see that the one to the north definitely displays um, trademark swirling patterns of the northern water tribe the one to the west seems to be um, maybe airbender patterns you can see a few of the the um, trails of wind and cloud effigies that seem to indicate airbender the south one with the the lizard's tail definitely conjures images of fire you can see that there are fire-like images all across the shrine uh, and then the one to the east, the one that you assume must be the Earthbender one, that's completely destroyed. There's no no remnant of the effigy left at all. Whatever was originally there has been collapsed and crushed underneath the roof that has fallen in this section. Nothing Rung remains. appears very perturbed about this. He's like, bloody hell, what's, what's going on here? Like, you guys got all your effigies going on here, look amazing. Mine's just crumbled into dust and he's like picking up just like bits of this like effigy. <laughs> it's like... Who would do this? Who would hate the Earth Nation this much? 
I look over at <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna look over at Marco, but he's not here. <laughs> yeah, Marco Marco's here. Chat's controlling Marco. Um Marco yeah. lights you on fire. Uh, no, no. <laughs> um, Damn it. <laughs> no, Marco Marco sort of saying now it's happened. <laughs> Marco looks over at the destroyed effigy and goes I don't I don't think this was Firebender's rung. You can't blame us for everything. You're wrong. I can. But it's not about this right now. <laughs> Is there any way to piece it back together with earthbending to see if I can like put chunks back in in some mismatched way or is it just fully gone? It's made of wood, so earthbending's not going to be Oh, it's wood. Oh, damn. It's not going to be too helpful here. Um as you look through the pieces you don't even know what pieces are of the effigy and what pieces are just collapsed, broken, rotted wood. And as you sort of like piece them together, it's all splinters. There's no way to know that this is a puzzle in a million pieces. It's going to be very, very hard to put back together. Um, to your eyes, Rung, this would look like an impossible task. He just takes a piece of it's like, well, keep this a little memento. Pops it in his pocket next to his little coal badge. Yeah. Guys, do you think this means that we're going to meet a dragon spirit in the south? What do you mean? Because that's the tail of a lizardy reptile-looking thing, and I remember Marco bragging about uh, getting bending from dragons. It's more like a lizard than a dragon, to be honest. Like skinks are I mean, scary. A, a dragon is just a flying lizard. <laughs> Just a really right, big actually. lizard. <laughs> in but the same way. Why, we'll why go ahead, Trevor. We're going to meet one in the south. Well, I mean, we're at the north shrine, and I think we've turned on the spirit, which is what we're trying to do with the whale thing, right? I mean, we're fixing Marco's wish. Uh, we have to go to the four points and calm the spirits. Wouldn't south be water tribe as well? Well, according to this the southern uh, effigy, uh, which is a new word for Al, and he's just trying to make it look like he knows what it means, um, is uh, is the Fire Nation's uh, spirit. Korok, sort of looking over and listening to you guys talk, goes, well, I, I guess anywhere from here is south, right? I mean... What if we go further north? Uh, you can't. You are at the North Pole. There is not much else further north you can go. Once you reach the oh, spirit no. portal and the uh, the frozen forest, the, there is no more north. Ah. Yeah, I guess you're right then. Detective, Detective Val, you're fantastic. I think you're right. We have to go... Go hang out with Dragon. Nation? Yeah. Well, but what's the other one? What was the other one again? The, uh, <laughs> that is it. It's a weird-looking weird sky bison. bison. Yeah, super weird-looking for Al. For the rest of you who probably haven't seen a sky bison in person before, it just looks like probably a, a really fancy-looking bison. But Al, immediately, you get the sense this, something's off about this. It does not look like a, a normal sky bison. It looks weird. <laughs> but nobody said that, right? Only you know this. You, no one said it, okay. apart, from, apart from you thinking. I would have been very offended if someone made fun of the drawing of the sky bison. I think it looks cool. In that case, like then you're offended at your subconscious, bad. which is how I, I, I <laughs> as as I speak. How many legs does it have? It's got six, yeah, six, so that's pretty normal for sky bison. Okay, but why the, the fuck does that bison arrows. have six legs? Obviously, it's because it runs really fast. 
like it's a land animal, surely, right? That's a good question. Fire, fire nation wouldn't know. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, six like, oh yeah, everyone just thinks it looks like a bison. Up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, six legs just made it more like an all-terrain uh, bison, so it's actually really useful. But air, ground, rocks. <laughs> That's what happens when you're AT, It's an ATB. Yeah. <laughs> ATB. We've got the name of the episode, everybody. Yes. Ultrain Bison. But what I'm saying is, I think it's a, a much better idea to go see the bisons uh, than a dragon or a skink, a flying skink. I think it's just going to be way chiller. But I what's feel closest? like fire should potentially be the last place that we go because they're going to want to keep Marco there. They're not going to want to let him leave again if they see him. I could wear a disguise. You shit at those. He shit a lot of things. <laughs> I'm with you there. I think he probably they're should. really <laughs> nice to Marco. Fire bending included. <laughs> well, did Marco... Did, I'm looking at Marco. Did Marco cut his hair before? Like Sheva? Uh, I don't believe so. I think Sherva was the only one who cut her hair. Did Marco cut his hair? I thought he cut off the ponytail. I cut off his ponytail. Yes, you cut off his ponytail. I was going to say, I don't remember him doing it, but you cut off his ponytail. I never cut my hair. I cut off his ponytail. Other way around. Mine out. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Because I wanted him to be the least recognizable and no one would really recognize me. So he's currently got like floppy, sexy Zuko hair. Yeah. That was the point. But more, but more bowl cut. <laughs> if you need to be certain, you could go for an owl haircut. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Aerodynamic. Yeah, aerodynamic. <laughs> um, Marco sort of like runs a hand through his hair. Goes, oh, I'm pretty, pretty attached to my hair. It's pretty attached to me. Probably, probably no, on the shaving my I head. I mean, it bit. doesn't have um, to be attached to you. Yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna go with no. On the shaving the hair. <laughs> we got singed off in a freak fire accident. Yeah, I'm still gonna still gonna go no hard pass. Harder pass on the on okay. the burning it off. Alright, All right. so Fire Nation last then. Fire Nation last. I mean I think maybe we do go find the Sky Bison next. I mean that's Sky Bison sound cool and friendly and I mean the the Northern Air Temple isn't far from here. We can go visit them and see if they can point us in the right direction. They can lend us a bison to fly on. And they run on the ground and swim and <laughs> bison do everything. Submarine. Yeah, incredible. Mm. It'll make it a Scale lot faster to get to, to where we need to go. They're warm as well, mm. you can they're, they're nice to cuddle. Oh. Well, I think that's that's as much of a plan as any. Um yeah. are we gonna head back to town before we I, I need to pick up some stuff visions. I left at the end. Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's worth her. coming back. We can get you some get you some supplies. Uh, Kurok and I can go fetch anything you might need. And I'm assuming you'll need a boat, right, to get to the Northern Air Temple. Yeah. But, uh, uh, just, I don't think the, the, the boat master is going to love us that much. I think he kind of hated looking at a killer last time we were with him uh, for reasons beside of his evil nature. So maybe we this, just shouldn't be seen with a boat. This perhaps perhaps I could perhaps I could intervene and make sure you get the boat. And maybe it is worth a heeny if you and I help guide them to the Northern Air Temple. It is their first time heading there from this location. 
I have a few days spare. We could help guide them. If you are not doing other things, Ahini. No, no, I, I think that's a great idea. We can, we can, we can head with you. We'll, we'll get a larger canoe. We'll all we'll travel as a team. How does that sound? That sounds awesome. Road trip. It's a much Thought better it. idea than us trying to go off on our own. I didn't want to say that out loud, but like probably it's best if someone's there to watch Marco and Rung. It's it's worked very well multiple times. I've been the captain of two to three ships. I, I love like that you don't think Arl's yeah, a problem, problem at all. Well, I mean, oh, from what I've seen of Arl, it's been, it's been fine. I, I've only known Arl to make good decisions, really. Yeah, exactly. great decisions. He's have actually you, my care. Have you seen him make bad decisions? I think Marco's seen him make a bad decision recently. Yeah, um, he pushed me into this temple. <laughs> Marco didn't see me do that. <laughs> uh, no, no but... she pushed I herself. I think he felt it. Um, I did, I did feel you push me. Temple. Yeah, oh, we're not talking I, I... about that one. I feel like Marco would have pushed oh, me. Wait, I forgot that one. What? No, no, sorry, nothing, nothing. Mark, no, no, that sounded, that sounded important. Thing what, in his life. What's this? Uh, I'll can uh, <laughs> don't push him too close to the edge. Just you know, <laughs> just you're a lovely dude, Al. You're amazing. Keep it up. Al's a gaslighting piece of shit. <laughs> We don't I, use the G word here. I am. Um, I scored <laughs> I long enough about... for you to get back to us, Sheva. Um, we were waiting ages for you, and the crowd and the mob were coming. Um, don't blame it a... on me. <laughs> Marcus sort of looks and goes, "Did that? Did that happen? That's did what happen? Well, but that stuff at the rock. Did that actually happen, or did that has that like not happened now? Because that Look, was Marco, before. Marco, the wish you, remove you, you, it. You can. Uh, I, I need. I need to tell you something, Marco. You can. You can undo things with wishes, yeah. But the toll of the actions that you take still are with you. It doesn't erase that. You no, no. That. But I can just wish to not have that. But do you remember them? It sounds like therapy. I I, I don't know if I'm up for this. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about your father? I love oh. my father <laughs> very much. All right. <laughs> I wish to forget. Yeah. No, but I, I just that, that you don't understand how many problems I can solve by wishing for things. And how many oh, problems no, you cause by wishing great. for things? <laughs> yeah. Got nine, nine problems, and they all relate to your wish. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but in general, I, I love the idea of us all going together to the air temple, guiding us the way. We get an A to B, and bing, bang, boom, everything's nice and easy. We go appease some spirits. We, wine and dine them i don't know what to do really maybe you do that wishy-washy water thing um uh okay um easy right i hope it is that easy like perfect easy plan. i guess yeah we we all start heading back to the village if there's nothing left in the temple to check you can out. see there's about four more floors uh it's up to you if you want to try and explore them <laughs> Are they precarious? Yes. As uh, as Rung looks up the stairs, you can see that the top of the tower is swaying slightly in the breeze, and you can see that the staircases and part of the roofs and floors above have mostly collapsed. You get the sense there's not a huge amount left to explore up there that is accessible. Yeah, no, go for it. Um, I'll, you can't walk up the stairs. You are going to have to either climb over the, the debris and rubble or try and airbend your way up to the top floor. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of like 
he makes it look easy. Uh, well, I mean, like I'm imagining we'll he's find out in a second. Easy. Yeah, <laughs> just like a little, like a little hop, skip, and jump, like up the rubble. Perfect. Can I get you With to? Ebony. Yeah. Can I get you to roll me with skills and training, please? Uh, Rung moves to a place where if it's going to fall, it's not going to like collapse onto him. So it just okay. moves a little bit away. I thought you were going to say like I move to a position to catch Arl if anything goes wrong. But no, no, I just move out of the way. So if Arl falls, he doesn't take me with him. If anything goes wrong. Ha. Lol. Nice. Oh. Ah. He's been waiting all campaign for that one. <laughs> 22 <laughs> episodes. Of it now. <laughs> oh, no. That is a nine. Nine. Not bad. Arl, as you begin sort of hop, skipping and jumping up with airbending. Um. As you get to the top floor, the tower sort of shakes a little bit ominously as you land a little bit heavier on the edge. Nothing bad happens yet, but the floor sort of shakes underneath you. The Is room around any... you... Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no, I was just asking... I was just going to ask about the room around me. I should have been ah, the The room around you is uh, in pretty bad condition. The walls have been severely water damaged and the wind has broken through and collapsed parts of it. But this probably was once uh, a room where offerings to the spirits were made. You can see that there are uh, bright blue rugs laid out with piles of what looked to have once been maybe food that has partially uh, rotted and then been frozen solid. Fruits, vegetables, um, what looks to be some uh, cured or dried meats and fish. But it doesn't look particularly edible anymore um but the room itself is is beautiful it's been laid out very very beautifully and again you can see this iconography of the fox spirit that you've seen before this nine-tailed arctic fox guys it looks like this was a tribute room there's like gross food here and paintings of foxes on the walls uh do you want me to go up further or should i come back down I believe in you. Oh, I'll catch you. Get everyone. Keep an eye out where he falls. If if it's safe, maybe have a quick look. But part of me wants to fix it up, but we definitely don't have time for that. But and I'm not maybe sure that we can. If it's still... Not sure we yeah. can fix this permanently anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I should say it's a fishing net. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If someone wants to grab the other side. <laughs> um, so is that floor above me still? The floor above you is actually collapsed in completely. You can see that there's actually no way up from the inside. If you wanted to go high, you're going to have to go to the outside and try and find a way in to the very so top there's no floor. Treasure or anything of value that would catch an airbender's fancy. Oh, would you like to assess the situation, please, Al? I would like to, yes. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, assess. Oh, it's so much easier to navigate the roll 20 of control F. Oh, that's a good one. Um, seven. And the question was, are there any treasures that might appease or, or attract the oh, attention of an airbender? The group, the group. Yeah, for the group. As you look around, Arl, you can see that partially buried under some rubble over towards the far side of the room from where you are now, far away from the stairs, there's some items of probably monetary value. What looks to be small figurines, fox figurines, made of some metal, maybe bronze, maybe gold. You're not sure. But there are a few things that look like they could be of value, maybe sold to get some money, get some supplies. 
Yeah, Al has no concept of money. He turns right now. <laughs> he gets his stuff. <laughs> and, um, well, he yeah, he, he reaches for it to bring down to show the others because maybe the um air water. Um, sorry, not the air. Maybe the water tribe might want this stuff back as opposed yeah. to selling it. You pull out the the fox spirit. You can see there's also a few coins underneath it as well that looks to be old water tribe currency. Um, you can add your inventory if you take this. You can add six gold pieces to your inventory. Yep. And twelve silver pieces. That's not including the statues, right? Because I'll, I'll no, the statues just give them back to the village. Yeah, the statue yeah, okay, cool, is cool. Uh, separate. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, you pick um, up the statue, yeah. head back down the stairs uh, as you bring it down. <clears throat> uh, you pull it out to show it to Oki, Ahini, and Kuroka, I imagine. I, I, th- I think Al is very much showing it to Ahini. <laughs> I did wonder that. Um, Ahini, <laughs> as you come down, Kuroka's like, what did you find there? You just walk right past him and go, Ahini, look what I found. <laughs> Ahini, he's really, Ahini. I mean, he's really cute. Uh, statues of the of the fox spirit. Oh wow, that's that's pretty cool. Al, let me have a look. Ahini picks up and turns it over in her hands. Yeah, that looks that looks a lot like the fox that we saw before. It's um, it's really beautiful. Where'd you get this? Was this just upstairs? Yeah, no, it was under some rubble. It was um, it yeah, it, it looked like it was looking for a better home. Uh, did did you want did you want to keep it? Um, probably not. Probably to, we should bring back take to the this. tribe. Sorry. To... Yeah, I I don't know if we should take it out of the temple. Like, Oki, was there any part of your spirit training that like touched on this? Yeah, like all of one evening of spirit training. <laughs> <laughs> it was mostly walking around in a circle when we before getting attacked by a fox. But it um, probably would have been important if it was the first session of training. They would have said it immediately. Don't take things from temples, but if they didn't say, it, it's probably not important. I mean, <laughs> maybe why don't we leave it um, in a slightly safer spot, but um, maybe it could be a good idea for the village to make a new temple to the Nine-Tailed Fox and we can move these artifacts and the um, the tapestry and all that and I don't know, maybe having a, a nice spot for it to live again, it'll be happier and, you know, maybe the village will thrive or something because of it. Yeah, can I okay. have a look at this to see what like if I can rely on any sort of uh, history of mining and metals and all sort of stuff, like to understand if I recognise any of the material it's made of. Uh, that is a good question. I would say that an earthbender should be able to identify different metals. Yes, absolutely. Uh, would you like to learn <laughs> with skills and training, please, Rob? Thank you. I'll just see what sort of uh, offerings they're doing here, just to make sure they are really were appeasing. Um, oh yeah, yeah, of course. These, yeah. Uh, okay, here. Right, yep, submit. Oh, rung six failure. Um, as you have a look over it, yeah, this is this is definitely this is a hundred percent bronze. <laughs> oh, but it could be gold. But it also temp. It could possibly be copper. Oh, but it could also be some alloy of some other metals. Oh, but it's yeah. definitely not coal. You'd know yeah, it's that. It's not coal. Well, but then maybe like, it, but it could be coal and like plated in gold. It. You'd have to burn it to try it to find out, right? Yeah, and <laughs> look, and, and you don't even know if it's solid or not. Mm. Like, I mean, maybe it's hollow. Like, oof, this is this is tough. I knock it on the side <laughs> of my head. You just hear like the hollow noise. You don't know if it's like my head or the little idol. You're like, hmm, <laughs> like this. It's a mystery. It's oxidized, like very oxidized. Yeah, I could, could I could try, I could try melting it. Marco Ooh, holds gold. his hand up. If it's made of gold, it'll melt quickly, right? 
That's yeah, not, that actually makes well, sense. Yeah, yeah. Not, I've got like one little tail of it. I'm like, okay, if you just hold your hand out. Imagine, do you want to? Do you want to <laughs> piss off the fox spirit again? I mean, are you honestly? You fixed it, right? Out to die. You fixed it, right? Like you made the spirit happy and it's gone. For now. Next time we feed you to the spirit. You can feed me to the dragon one. It's a way to go. Yeah, he's gonna be the last one, so we may as well. Save this from happening it again. Like, I mean, probably make dragons happy. I wish I was a dragon. I think Marco would say that. Dragon too, Marco. I, th I think Marco would say that. <laughs> um, Kurok puts his hand over Marco's hand, and pulls his arm down. No, you are not going to murder this. Please, seriously, come on. I know you think you're very funny, but seriously, really, <laughs> have you not learned from any of the decisions that you have made previously? No. Ahini, uh, okay, mm -hmm. I will take the fox. Thank you. Keep it safe. But, of um, course. yeah, I, I think it's probably a good idea to maybe think about building a new temple for, um, for the fox, fox spirit. Times have changed, Oki. The water tribe, uh, I think the time of this spirit and its connection to the water tribe has been somewhat forgotten. The, <laughs> the tribe, you know, the, the gardens behind the palace where the, the spirits Twi and La circle. They are the spirits the water tribe choose to connect with, the spirits of the moon and the ocean. All things change, and all things fade. And I think... I, I can try, but I think the water tribe is... Uh, at least the northern water tribe is more focused on the spirits Twi and La. Perhaps the south would be more interested in the fox. Mahini? I mean... Ultimate destination anyway. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could, I could take it. I was thinking of heading to the south anyway. I don't know if the south have a. I don't know if the south have a location where they commune with spirits. I, I, I mean, it was never part of my training. I don't know. Maybe they do. I'm not so sure. But yeah, I'll take it. Heeny grabs the fox, tucks it into her, uh, her satchel. Yeah, all right. I'll look after it. Well, I. I don't know, I think just ignoring it probably would have led to a pretty pissed off fox ferret again. Yeah, maybe. Oh, you've been inside the temple for some time now. The mm. temperature should be freezing and you can see the others, their breath is steaming in front of their faces. You can see they're really, really cold, but you're not, you're feeling comfortable. You feel almost warm with the water tribe furs on as you sort of slouch off some of the outer layers and, and begin walking around in your in your airbending robes again you feel much more comfortable it's yeah it's a it's a nice temperate temperature you... i'll i'll just put it down to being your heady okay <laughs> okay fair enough <laughs> but yeah no you feel you feel comfortable it doesn't feel cold to you hmm. uh, yep <laughs> this see, do we all just see just i'll take it as furs off Absolutely, yeah. You definitely see um, <laughs> see Al taking the furs off. <laughs> Marco's Marco's there behind Al with like little flames warming him up. Yes, sir. Is that better? I'll make you warm, <laughs> sir. He's not here. He can't defend himself. We can make him do whatever we want. No, um, no Marco's not doing that. Marco's over by the uh, by the shrines, looking at the dragon one very pensively and sort of like examining it um, and thinking about having a nap and probably thinking about having a nap. Yeah, Marco, he fucking would. 
mm-hmm. as you as you look, Marco's mm-hmm. like curled up on the on the floor in front of the statue, just in the like fetal position, having a snooze. <laughs> like, uh, so, is there much else to explore uh, up there, Arl, or not so much? Uh, well, I think we can get in from the outside. It's it's kind of like blocked out from the inside, so I couldn't go any further up. No, fair enough. Probably safest if we head on out anyway. Uh, I'm pretty confident that most of these towers used to have like a bell at the top to like summon people to come and commune with the spirits. Unless you're interested in the bell, maybe there's not much else to look at. Just be safe, all right? Didn't the letter say not to go too far in? The letter? What letter? Ahini does not know about the letter. (laughs) Oh, yeah. um, Old mate, um, Tanuk left us a letter to check out this place because the spirits were restless uh, and he said don't go too far in because it's dangerous uh, why did fine. you not tell us this before I would have advised against coming into the tower at all I don't know but why. he told us to investigate the tower so we, we're investigating does it say investigate the tower or investigate inside the tower it says to investigate around the spirits of the, I, I I don't know I, I, I skimmed it <laughs> don't remember the specifics of it but we're doing the right thing surely <laughs> yeah we calmed the spirit down we, we, yeah we, stand we, by we, my decisions guys come on <laughs> uh, okay we should leave now if Tanuk has said not to stay inside then we should listen to Tanuk come on out all of you Te- technically insane he just wrote it down oh yeah okay, okay let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> none of your sass airbender Come on, out of the tower. Go, go, go. And with that, Kurok begins sort of ushering you guys out of the tower. Um, As you leave and head back outside, you can see that the snow has begun falling once again. Thick, large, white snowflakes, somewhat clumped together a little bit, begin covering and dusting uh, all over the surface of you, creating a thin coat of white. Oh, the snow does not land on you. Parts around you, leaving your shoulders and cloak bear of the snow hey guys this is um this is pretty cool eh uh this is one of you doing a waterbending joke cause... i had assumed you were doing some airbending to split the the snow and uh create i a... thought it was marco marco's like curled up asleep really hardened <laughs> up like you were just you just like toughened up immediately like you're just taking on that snow not even cold I'm proud of you. How are you doing it? Teach me. I would, but um, this isn't me, and Marco would have burnt me if it was him. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, maybe probably. We should ask, maybe we should ask Tanook when we get back. Is it the same thing happening to Ahini? No, Ahini's getting Ahini's like using water bending to try and create like a little area around her, but it's not working 100. percent Like there's still snow getting onto her and still attaching on. I'll... Oh, are you called Ahini? Would you, would you like my furs? Uh, no, I'm I'm good, thanks, Al. Um, you should be a lot colder, though. Can you put your furs back on, please? It's it, it is pretty cold out here for someone who's not used to being in the snow and ice. Uh, the fur the furs I, I was getting well, so probably TMI, but I'm pretty sweaty. And when I put the furs on, <laughs> I got like sweaty, and then I got like I imagine I would get cold because like you know the wind comes through and. No, I feel pretty good. I feel, I feel, I feel breezy. Breezy. Oh, it's 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 below freezing. I I find it very hard to believe that you got sweaty in this temperature. Here, here. Um, um, hold my hand. It's warm. Um, that's okay. That's uh, do you do you just take a <laughs> hand or? Yeah, my my, hand, my hands out for it to hold. Oh, okay. No, that 
okay. She that, like touches your hand a bit gingerly. Yeah, wow, you're you're pretty warm. It should be freezing. You're not even wearing gloves. It's because I'm warm. Okay, is this, is this okay, some like airbending thing? Um, it hasn't been before, so. <laughs> but Puberty. I'm just, I'm ah. just pretty, pretty, pretty warm guy, Henny. Okay. Pretty, That's pretty good, hot guy. Good to know. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let, uh, we should probably start heading back before the snow gets too thick. Um. um, if um it has to... he released uh, Al's hand? Oh, immediately. Or... Yeah. She never held it. She like okay. touched it, and then <laughs> she never, she never held your hand. We should probably get back. The snow and ice can be a bit dangerous. Um, obviously, we're going to have to go back across the sea ice, and if the, the snow covers any cracks or crevasses, we might fall into one. It's probably best to start moving now when we can still see the ground. Come on, we guys. We should make uh, toboggans. Oh, this is... Don't, didn't, you, didn't you guys come on a dog sled underneath? Like, oh, yeah. I thought, thought you guys came out on, uh, on some polar bear dogs. That's um, yeah. fun. Are they still we, there? We could pull you behind <laughs> on a bobsled if you, if you really want. I could make one out of snow and ice. I'm pretty sure no, she ever walked. Korok is like, um, uh, we tried that before, and uh, <laughs> I, I do not think it was particularly comfortable for uh, for Sherva. Apologies, Sherva. Sherva, how did you get here? Did you did you end up walking all the way? Um, I pushed her. there was some she running. There was some sliding. There was a lot of pain, a lot of cold. <laughs> I made a, a little uh, toboggan out of ice, and uh, she sat in it, and I uh, waterbended to push ourselves forward. Uh, it was a bit bumpy. It was pretty fun, though. Can I Normally we toboggan on the way back? I could make a small ice sled if you wanted to. It will Should be I'm... uncomfortable, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Uh, okay. Just picturing Sherva there, her whip just like, yeah. Yeah, Korok. <laughs> Except Korok I'm was pushing. Sure he was behind me. He was pushing <laughs> from behind. Me along. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's much better then. Imagine, imagine like a shield turned upside down with a handle out the back, and then he's just behind, holding the handle and pushing, like snow bending behind to like a. To so ice imagine a pram. Yeah. <laughs> but instead of a baby, it's a Fire Nation warrior. <laughs> Just pure wow. determination. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah. And then Sherva's like in her armor being like bounced around and uh, knocked all over the place as she goes over the uneven sea ice. Oh. I tried my best. I, sorry. I don't recommend wearing uh, metal armor in the toboggan. No. <laughs> Come, Ahini and I will uh, take us down off this iceberg. And as you guys get to the edge, Ahini and uh, Kurok begin shaping the water around to create this ice elevator that slowly lowers you back down towards the polar bear dogs. And you can see they're still there. They've been halted up. Excuse me, uh, halted up to the other side of the iceberg. They haven't moved. They've been um, demolishing what looks like a, a maybe type of seal. I'm not sure what type of seal. Maybe a puffin seal that they've actually caught as it's come up out of the ice and they have torn apart and are currently chewing the blubber of lying down in the snow. The snow having partially covered them as they uh, turn and see their tails begin wagging and shaking the snow and ice off. You can see that the uh, the sled has also been a little bit covered in snow as well, which uh, Ahini just moves off with some water bending. Um, who is being dragged behind on a snow slash ice toboggan? Arl, you still up for this? Arl's up, hands, <laughs> hands in the air. <laughs> yeah, miss, I want to do it, miss, come on. Uh, so yeah, Woo! Woo! exactly. <laughs> um, 
as Kurok gets the dogs ready and Ahini begins like getting the sled ready, um, Kurok looks over his shoulder and sees Al getting really excited. Uh, Oki, could you make a little sled for your friend there, uh, Toboggan? Done one of these for years. And uh, Sherva, if you were to uh, use your whip, maybe uh, Al could hold your whip and you could pull him behind. All right. <laughs> he has the best. She makes a very awesome sure. bob, bob sled. Yeah. Ahini, 11. Sorry, uh, Oki, 11. Well, I just called you my own NPC. That's hilarious. Uh, Oki, 11. Yeah, no, you make a fantastic uh, bob sled. You can see that it is um, actually raised up on two skates made of ice that Oki has formed underneath. So Arl is sitting in what looks like an egg-shaped seat, and then these two shards of ice underneath form what look to be almost like makeshift skates uh, that Oki has frozen and put in position. Arl, as you sit in it, yeah, I mean, it's not... It's not super comfy. It's made of ice. It's uh, it's pretty cold and it's pretty solid. As you as you touch the ice, you can feel the ice is cold, um, very very cold. And so you find yourself like sort of arranging the furs that you were wearing behind you, almost as like cushioning to sit on. Um, cool, cool. So, so I can feel the cold. I can yeah, feel, I, can as, feel it's cold. I mean the the ice is freezing. As you touch it, it's, it's it it burns. It's so cold. But as you take your hand away, you're not getting that same effect from the weather around you. Um, for some <laughs> reason, you're not feeling the cold. From the from the air and from the from the weather, but as you be careful, like if you, you (laughs) I was just gonna say, be careful if you're gonna be dragging without that super long whip. He could just like go side to side, like super far like that. Just be careful. It's alright. I can control air bending. This should be fine. This this will be great. Ah, cool. It's just gonna like you're dragged like ten days behind of this massive whip. (laughs) It's it's. We've discussed this. It's only like five (laughs) meters long. Let's not get carried away. I um, am going to tie my whip around Arl's waist so that he can use his arms if he needs to for nice. any airbending. I can't see um, this going wrong at um, all. Uh, uh, we, we can use him as a kite if anything goes wrong. <clears throat> is, is the toboggan secured to the sled? No. I just Cause... thought Trevor was going to hold <laughs> on to it. <laughs> uh, my arms are strong. To, like, my fingers are going to get crushed. I need my hands to airbend. Yeah, the whip's tied around your waist, but Sherva's just going to hold on to it on the other end. That sounds like that's just going to drag me along the ice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask if there's a way we can, like, make a handle or something on the toboggan. Yeah, of course you could do that. Embed the whip the into the ice. Oki could do that, yeah. Um, I want him to be secure as well. Uh, Oki, can you make, like, a little covering around over my, like, legs and, like, waist to, like, like like a little cart. He wants like a child like the seat. front of a toboggan. He wants yeah. a child seat. <laughs> like a roller coaster. Like you... <laughs> yeah. What if you encased him in ice, like just around him, like little dome? an egg? Pretty much what you around an egg. <laughs> ice egg. No hole there to breathe through, of course. <sighs> just egg. Just egg. Just yeah, egg. Essentially, we now have a toad cram. <laughs> Well, in that case, um, Oki, are you making a little handle to tie the whip around, or is it staying around Ar's waist? Ah, a little handle. Okay. Egg. She's, you know, she, she's like, oh, whatever, you know. It's, so you Ar, you then, like, untie the whip. <laughs> <laughs> it I, is. We should probably still keep it tied around Arl and then tie the middle section around, and then I hold it, if that All makes right, sense. So, so it's kind of, it's kind of like a, a little seat belt harness thing holding him in to it. Okay. As well as being attached to it. Okay. 
I think I've you got this. You're the way here. <laughs> was um, it? Sorry, I feel, Dave. Uh, uh, Shova, you were fine on the way here without um. Around I was way. being pushed, and pushed. it was probably a lot slower than what the sled is going to be. It'll be fine. Yeah, this is quite a lot of thinking. I agree. Which is Kurok, Kurok finishes yeah. like hitching the dogs, comes around and goes, "Oh, that will not be fine. <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> you you have just looped this around the ice and then round his waist. As soon as it takes off, he is going to be pulled out of this ice chair and dragged along the ground behind the the back of the sled. <laughs> this is very unsafe. No, because there is some slack between where the whip is tied around the ice handle and where it's tied around his waist. Okay, so so it's going from you to the the handle to me. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. That that makes more sense than yep. Like I was trying to explain it, but I'm not good at explaining things. I, I think I think the way you said it earlier was like your end to me to the toboggan. to the chair. That's yeah. not at all what I was trying to describe. That's what if that's you like hilarious. put ice braces over his like legs to hold him in place, just like little clamp him in there. Do you know what we could do? I'll, uh, I'm okay. You've done a great job with this. I'm just going to bring it behind the sled. Uh, he turns it around and then freezes it to the back of the sled. So Al's looking out backwards. Oh, so it's rigid. Yeah, so okay. it's just attached yeah. to the sled. Uh, how, how does that work? Now you can look out the back, and if you get tired of this and get bumped around, you can just climb up onto the sled. Yeah, I can fly off. Sounds good. Sounds great. Let's do this. Would you want to join me, Heeny? She looks at the very tight egg. No, I'll I'll be fine. Thanks. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out with Oki. Okay, cool. Can I join? No, it's probably not for it, but that's alright. Oh, I I was keen for him to join. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's waiting for me here. No, <laughs> yeah, unless one of you's sitting on the other's lap. No, I'll just sit at the back and I'll just keep an eye on you. I'm watching you at all times. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we can switch halfway if you want to. Yes. It looks like he looks over at Cork when he says that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll have to do it while moving. Please be careful. <laughs> of course. We have done dumber things. That is not encouraging. <laughs> With similar shaped objects. Yes. That is even less encouraging. <laughs> the marker's like, yeah, but last time they were inside of us. Oh my goodness. No, that is enough. Okay. Oh, it's going to be just like the multicultural hub of the desert. <laughs> yes. I love that place. With that, Kurok then goes, yeah, and gets the dogs moving. The sled takes off at a brisk pace. I'll inside your little frozen egg attachment on the back. Uh, That's for podcast listeners. Uh, Dave just started throwing himself around. That is exactly what it is like. You find yourself being buffeted around as it is shaken and moved all across the spot. Um, Okay, you and Ahini. uh, Ahini at the front of the the the, um, sled then calls you up and goes, I'm going to need a little bit of help with these ice bridges. We're going to have to make them quick and fast and as wide as we can, all right? You with me? Yep. Let's do this. Alrighty. Can I have a push your luck roll, please, Oki? This will determine whether or Maybe. not Arl joins us next session. No, I'm kidding. Um, 11, nice. Seven. Yeah, you and Ahini working together make incredibly quick and efficient, but most of all, stable ice bridges between the sea ice. It's hard to sometimes see when crevasses or gaps in the sea ice are coming up, but between the two of you working together and Kurok steering the the sled very expertly, you find yourselves able to cross the sea ice without too much trouble. It takes you about 35, 40 minutes before you can see the water tribe um, 
the the northern water tribe through the snow and during this time the wind has begun to pick up and it gets colder and colder um after the 20 minute mark i'll you kind of get the sense that you're probably about halfway um you go to climb up and then rung as you look down you can see that you're going to have to climb out over this like sea ice moving below you to get into this little tiny little egg made of ice at the back uh my question is do you do it is our already moved out Arl's out I said I go to Arl I'm like oh like you made this look amazingly easy and like surprising how warm you are wearing nothing through this blistering wind was that easy trip like just to hold on slide down sneak in be comfortable like is it that easy looks easy my entire body is numb from the vibrations I don't even know how I made it to the sled god that sounds cooler one in so yeah, <laughs> Rung goes to slide down into it. <laughs> Rung, as you climb down into this uh, this bounce box of ice, um, immediately the vibration sends you like jostling over the place and you crack your head against one side of the ice before being thrown back into the other side. Um, it is, this is unpleasant. This isn't fun. Um, I'll on the sled, uh, for those of you who can see, Marco's like curled up under some furs and is looking a bit cold and a bit sad. Um, uh, I'll like you just like lie down flat on your back and you can see already a couple of bruises blossoming on your skin from where you've been <laughs> smashed into the side of the ice um Sherva while this is going on we know what the others are doing what would you be doing I would probably be honestly facing forward and making sure that um we're heading in the right direction and keeping an eye out for like patches in the ice that I don't think look safe Awesome. Okay, yeah. So we've got a lot of people on lookout. That explains also the really high success roll as well. The sled passes through with no troubles at all. You don't hit any patches of um, of slightly melted snow or, or covered sea ice. You don't hit any crevasses, any gaps in the sea ice. You make it back to the mainland fairly quickly. Uh, and before too long, you find yourselves moving up towards the side of the front gate where you know that you can drop the sled dogs off. And as you get to the location... Bundled in furs is the helper, the uh, the young gentleman who'd helped you get the dogs um, saddled up the first time. It looks like he's just about to leave when the sled comes barreling down. You hear a quiet, ah, oh, shit, as it comes up. Um, as he comes over, you can see that only his eyes are visible uh, through this very thick fur padding. Um, Kurok jumps off and hands him the reins. You are, my friend. Uh, the dogs are returned. Oh, Really, guys? Really cold, guys? Am I going to have to do this now? Are you joking? Hey, I am not the stable hand. You are the stable hand. Please, get the dogs inside. Get them warm. Get them some food. And then you can get off your shift. Oh, it's just about to finish up, though, Korok. Mate, really? Yes, really. Come on, guys. Off the sled. He's got this. I fucking got this. You fucking piece of shit. He's here mushrooming as he... Have a good night. <laughs> uh, he sort of pauses as he looks at Arl not getting any snow on him, dressed in his full airbending robes. Yeah, that'd be fucking nice. Airbender's got all the bloody good tricks. <laughs> he just mutters to himself, <laughs> kicking away at a big pile of snow. Uh, as he get the, gets the dogs unhitched, they begin bounding inside, barking and loping off towards the food trough. Um, he then has to drag the sled by himself inside the barn <laughs> to get it out of the snow. Um, and he sort of like waves back at him. Bye, Frank. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go. Come on. Uh, and begins leading you guys inside the water tribe. Um, 
As you pass through the main gates, you can see that most people are headed for cover. Uh, the markets have been quickly frozen down. You can see that the the stores have actually been covered in uh, in like little igloo domes as the, the merchants have frozen their, their locations in. Um, and people have sort of headed for shelter as the snow and the blizzard begins to hit the Northern Water Tribe. Heaney leads you through some packed streets back towards the, the main hall, the, the large, um, almost like a council-style building where you know the, the Water Tribe chieftain and uh, clan live, the, the main ruling clan at the moment, as well as off to the side where the Seer's lodgings were. Um, seeing as that was the place you guys have been staying, she leads you through there and back into the Seer's lodging. As you step inside, the fire is lit, and sitting at the brazier warming his hands is Tarnak, looking very old, very tired, and no longer wearing the ceremonial robes that you saw him in last. Now he is just in normal blue-dyed water tribe clothing, furs wrapped around, warming his hands in front of the fire. Oh, you're back. Um, I don't suppose Akilah's with you, is he? He was. He yeeted. He, he left a note, tried to explain himself. I want to forgive the boy, but he's caused no end of trouble. Ah, oh, good. So he was honest about his uh, misdeeds, bad puppetry, and overall evil nature. What was that? <laughs> Sorry, Oki, speak up. I'm not wearing any pants. No, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> I have to get that reference in whenever I can. Speak up, Oki. What was that? Oh, I don't know. It's just... Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. It's it's a bit hard to forgive. I mean, he, he kind of did the one thing you told him not to do and then almost killed everyone with it. Well, there's a lot of things I didn't tell him not to do. I thought it was common sense. Learning forbidden bending techniques. What did he call it? Blood bending. Sounds dark and dangerous despicable against everything the water tribe stand for this is also the guy that carves and plays with puppets I mean are you really that surprised oh now that you've pointed out it seems rather obvious now doesn't it (laughs) if you got angry at Ogi if like he she cut off his arms or arm would that have been okay knowing how evil yeah just one of them just I don't. I don't think his is. arms were cut off. He wrote a letter, after all. I can't see him doing that with his feet. But suppose they were to be cut off by someone who was angry at him, like I don't know, Doki, maybe you know, sister arm cut off because of him and all that. Like, would have you? Would he be mad? Would you be even like angry or just like, oh, that's cool. He deserved it. If like she just went, um, well, I'm. I don't believe anyone deserves to have their arms cut off. That sounds awful. Yeah, you're right. See, Oki, I told you it was a bad idea from the start. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the confirmation. Just wanted that. (laughs) Wow. How did your investigations go of the temple? We think I'll manage to calm down the fox spirit. I mean, he's, he's kind of actually exhibiting some really weird things. I mean... The snow doesn't really seem to touch him at all. He doesn't feel cold. And look, he's not even wearing any clothes. He's just naked. I was just walking around, literally <laughs> having stripped. Right, I can hear I'm not wearing any pants. Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> he's there. <laughs> he's back. Um, 
do speak up i'm not wearing any pants um <laughs> uh, i think is the original reference yeah uh as you turn around, i'll sort of like yeah i'll are you you're probably looking for the bag of puppets i'm guessing uh, are we in the great hall or the inn? yeah yeah this is where they last were the inn yes uh, the, so this is the the seer's lodgings which is also where that that hall was that you had stayed with the the large um brazier and that's also where uh Akil left his bag of puppets yeah okay i i'll go and look for the puppets oh puppets are gone there's a symbol carved in the ice on the building symbol that you recognize it looks like a middle finger <laughs> okay let's see how it is I was wrong about Akila guys we should have we should have taken his arm <laughs> do you say that as a joke Marco sort of like stickers under his breath <laughs> yeah right sure take his arm next time I'll don't worry we'll get another chance yeah. can you give me the finger if you didn't have an arm true <laughs> It's very hard to carve new puppets. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, old man Tanook, my um, just yeah, I, I just Tanook. You don't need to. The old man just seems cruel at this point. It's pretty bloody okay. obvious I'm an old man. Um, just Tanook, my um. Oh, for yeah, fuck's the, sake. the cold. <laughs> <laughs> the cold doesn't seem to affect me anymore. The the fox like breathed in my face and um. Now the snow doesn't touch me. Look, if the Should snow never worried? bothered you anyway, I don't know what to do about it. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, I'll just let it go. Well, um, t- tell me more. Well, when, um, this is news to me. Is this some airbending <laughs> thing? Are you just moving the wind no, around you? I wasn't doing anything, but when I was outside, the, the, the snow literally just parted around me. I was hoping you would know because of the, the spirit fox. Oh, you're going to make me come outside in this blizzard and look at you, aren't you? All right. Uh, Let's well, actually, have a run, run. Grab, grab a snowball. Uh, run, you can, run outside and grab a, you can, grab a snowball. <laughs> you can do that if you want, right? Uh, yeah, anything for Arl, of course. Yeah, how big do you want the snowball? Like... Uh, something that you can throw at me, so not too big. Cause I'm pretty strong. Make it... okay. Oh, okay, as big as you can get. As big as you can get. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. He's actually like, <laughs> bashing snow together. He's like, Ugh. he's got like, he's got like little chirpy out there. Like chirpy, quick, give me some snow. And chirpy's spelling the snow for him. Oh, That's chirpy's it. in the it's snow. Like, <laughs> chirpy's in chirpy's in the snow. Help me get as as chirpy jumps off your shoulder into oh, the snow. No. Chirpy disappears from you instantly. The snow has already gotten quite deep. Uh, or you can see there's a little hole where chirpy was. And as you begin like looking around frantically, um, you know how cold it is out here. You begin to get very concerned about Chirpy's well-being. Also, <laughs> go find Chirpy. <laughs> you hear like you just hear from inside like like Rung's normal like deep voice. It's like Chirpy. <laughs> it's like this really <laughs> shrill scream. <laughs> 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 um, Bolto Bolto jumps off Oki's shoulder and begins sprinting out, pushing through the door and then worming its way, worming his way, I should say, sorry, into the snow. A few seconds later, you see a mound of snow being pushed and then Bolto drags Chirpy into the warm hall out of the snow <laughs> by the scruff of his neck. Chirpy is looking a little bit blue, very cold, um, and has a little ice cool coming out of the side of his beak. 
Thank you, Bolto. Save him. Take him by the fire. And he's just stuffing the last bit of this snowball together. Bolto then like throws Chirpy up in the air and swallows him whole. No, no I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> throws him into the fire. Bolto. <laughs> Bolto's like, Bolto looks up. There can be only one. Flings Chirpy into the fire. Uh, no. Uh, Bolto sort of like. Did Chirpy? <laughs> Bolto looks a little bit confused, but drags Chirpy back towards the brazier and. Um, uh, you can see, like, Chirpy's, like, shivering there in place, looking really cold and a bit sorry. Um, there's, like, tiny little, like, feathers puffed up and quite large around the fire. Uh, Run. how big is this snowball, mate? I, I did make it massive, massive, but it's, like, a good-sized, chunky snowball. Like, okay, you like could, like, hold it in your hands like an orb. That's a soccer of, ball size, yeah. Soccer ball size. Okay, yeah. so to get it that big, you have to yeah. compact quite a bit of snow. This thing is heavy. Uh, luckily, Rung is a strong boy. Rung, you, you pick this up, it, it, but this is this is almost like compacted ice at this point. To get it that big, you have had to really compact it. Um, you bring it back inside. Uh, Arl, this thing's as big as your head. <laughs> so he brings it back in. <laughs> what what is this supposed to accomplish? Like, what, what what are you doing it's now? A, it's a snowball. He sort of like jostles it up and down a little bit. <laughs> it, it's really heavy. You, not one-handed, Rung. You are using two hands for this. It's heavy. <laughs> I think, snowball, I think right? snow this is how you play me. snowball fights. I've never, I've never grew up in the snow. I don't know how snowballs work, <laughs> but clearly it's got to be hefty, right? Good size. Ibrung just drops it, walks outside, grabs a few handfuls of snow. He walks back in. And he's like, "Oh, you can have this one. It's a normal size snowball." <laughs> Let's try and Try the big one first. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. What are you doing with it? Uh, throw it at me. I- I'm untouchable to snow. Uh, uh, he sort of like places down the smaller snowball and he sort of like picks it up and he's looking at you and he's looking at everyone else. Then he looks at old man. He goes, y- Yeah? I don't I know what you're looking at me for. What? The young man I- says, he's, says he's untouchable by snow. Go on then. <laughs> All right then, this is this is pretty much how we kind of met. Oh, this takes me back. He sort of like puts it over his head like that, like he's at like the corner. Oh, <laughs> the you're corner really throwing this, okay? He's doing throw in. Yeah, so he's doing, he's uh, like he's I'll, doing I'll, the I'll throw in. Meet his, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll plant his legs in. He's he's, he's digging deep. He's holding himself. Okay, uh, Rung, you throw the snowball. Um, the snowball flies through the air towards Al. Al, as this thing flies towards you. There's a moment of panic inside you before you realize, oh, that's all right, I'm untouchable to snow. Then this thing hits you. You are sent sprawling. I need you to take one fatigue, and I also need you to mark a condition as this basically rung throws a giant block of ice at your face and it smashes into you, sending you sprawling across the floor. Um, you guys watch as I'll just, this thing just destroys him like in one second there's an airbender standing there the next second there's a pile of snow and a bundle of like orangey yellow rags on the floor as Al like sits up dazed with half a concussion foolish yeah it's a good call uh, like a concussion sort of like head ringing Al as this this absolutely <laughs> smashes you in the chest and face oh my Just poor boy are you okay <laughs> What did you do that for? What a throw! That was awesome! 
Are you okay? You were strolling to carry me. How did you even throw it that hard? That's crazy. <laughs> I'm really strong and amazing, but that's beside the point right now. Quick, Oki, we need you. Do you know any healing? Do we have any healers? <laughs> need a medic. <laughs> medic. Any rezzers? Any sage mates? <laughs> oh, God. I'm there, like, patting you with, like, a damp, warm cloth or something like that. <laughs> it's like, it's okay. It's okay, buddy. You'll be good. Did, did the snow go around me at all? Al is covered in snow and ice. <laughs> you took it like a champ, brother. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> but I'm a terrible protector. I'll never do that again. <laughs> That's all right. Now, now I know how hard you can throw. So we're good for the future. What, what oh, yeah, was yeah, that yeah. supposed to prove? I I feel like I don't understand what's going on here. Uh, okay, maybe just come outside with me. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um, Tarnak then, like... Anyway. <laughs> Tarnak sort of, like, gets himself up onto his feet and begins following you outside. Um, yeah, Al, as you head outside, the blizzard rages around you, but around you is the operative word. The snow is not landing on you. There's almost like a small bubble almost exactly the same size as you that the snow does not seem to, to impact um Tarnak sort of comes a bit closer well that's really that's really interesting you sure you're not doing this young man it seems like an airbending thing oh well I'm not trying to do anything I mean I'm pretty dazed still from that snowball so like I'm not I'm not trying to do anything oh no, this isn't something I'm familiar with. Us waterbenders can sometimes part things like snow around us a little bit, and uh, like this. He puts his hands together into a wedge shape in front of him, pushes forwards, and for a few moments, the, the snow and ice parts around him. Um, but then the wind picks up and the snow changes direction, and it begin, and then again begins like sort of powering into him and covering him with snow. Ah, unfortunately not. That, that hasn't worked. I'm going to get back inside again. I'm getting pretty cold out here. You sure you're not cold, boy? Not cold one bit, so um, just to look. <laughs> what? what did he touch at the temple? Um, the fox touched me. <laughs> can you, can you try phrasing that, please? You. Slightly differently. <laughs> the fox's breath touched me. Can you try? Can you try He's one breathed more? Breathed on you. Can you try again, please? <laughs> Well, the fox seemed pleased with me and licked my face. That's fine. And then, yeah, so the fox licked me, and then, and then, <laughs> and now I had, this happened. You did have that little statue. Are you still holding the statue? Uh, no. Uh, it kind of was Heaney. before the statue. Heaney but... has the statue. And Ahini wasn't affected by it. That's something that Oki asked earlier. Ahini doesn't seem to, Ahini's getting just as, <laughs> buffeted by the blizzard as you guys are and as she comes back in she's sort of like oh, breathing into her hands trying to warm them up again fuck it's really cold out there <laughs> she's like warming her hands up a little bit of ASMR for you guys <laughs> can't even hear that at all Bree sorry for podcast this Damn, Bree was like doing like a doing a hand rubbing on the microphone <laughs> my noise yeah. gates are too strong your noise gates too efficient damn um, that's fine <laughs> sort of like coughs a bit under his breath and then gets himself back in front of the fire and begins warming his hands up. Oh, I, I'm not sure, but uh, your investigations of the tower. Yeah, we, we found get... the flock spirit there. Uh, yeah, he was but what, else did you, and... what else did you find? It looks like you've 
one of you's carrying a big rolled up bloody great piece of cloth. It's about to say, should we show him the tapestry? I mean, if anyone's going to know something about it, it's probably going to be him, right? It's pretty big. Like, as I, as I described, it takes up a whole wall. So even rolled up, it's like three meters long. What do you know about the nine-tailed fox bear at Tarnock? Ah, oh, the Arctic fox. Not a huge amount. I remember the seers before me. No, I've completely forgotten their names. Uh, anyway, they um, they told me that the the, the water tribe used to uh, the northern water tribe used to follow the teachings of a wise fox, a wise and canny Arctic fox, and that uh, in a time of great darkness, the fox led our people to a safe place. I think here, or was it the south? Hmm, I don't really remember. We didn't talk about it very much. They said it was an old forgotten spirit, one that uh, uh, no, no longer was, uh, was present. They seemed to see us seem to uh, focus more on the teachings of Twee and La, the, the, the moon and ocean spirits. And, uh, I mean, the water tribe of the north have followed the teachings of Twee and La for a very long time, many generations. But didn't they follow the fox spirit for even longer before that? Oh, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, Twee and La are pretty new, aren't they? I, I, I don't... I'm not that new. Many generations isn't that new, young lady. I, about how long we've followed the fog, I, I don't know. Hard to say. Well, I mean, I gotta say, I mean, I've never really met the spirit of Twee and La, but I can say for certain that this fox spirit definitely exists. You can see Twee and La just beyond in the gardens, <laughs> circling in the pond. Surely, surely Akilo took you to go see Twee and La on your first day here. It's important that you go and introduce yourself to the spirits. Well, it, it was anyway. Doesn't sound like the position of Seer will be around for much longer following his shenanigans. What is the tribe going to do without Seers? I mean, are they just sort of going to cross the fingers and hope for the best, or...? Well, the chief said that any interaction with spirits is prone to trouble, so it sounds like they're going to try and, uh, well, avoid spirits from the from now on. I suspect Twee and La will be a bit different. The ocean and moon have always held positions of significance within the tribe, but other spirits, I suspect, the, for the next little bit, at least for the moment, the tribe will not be encouraging interactions with any spirits beyond those of the moon and ocean. <clears throat> that sounds oh, a bit that... sad. Mm. I think so. Feels like the end of an era sometimes. I'm sure that's just the ramblings of an old man. It's yeah. right, Tanook. The world, the world seems to find balance over time. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. This will eventually be undone, and and <clears throat> yeah, we'll go back to respecting the spirits here in the north. This is the problem, young man. People hope for things to get better, but don't do anything about it. How can the world stay in balance if we don't all strive for it within ourselves and in those around us? <clears throat> That's my fear. 
You know, I met Avatar Roku when he visited here, and I helped train him in some of the spiritual aspects. There was an Avatar who really did not care much for the spirits. Oh, Avatar Roku was a powerful bender. Cared a lot about the people, but he just didn't seem to understand that the world cannot be in balance if we are not with the balance of the spirits. They're of this world just as we are. It's easy to forget about them. Is there anything we can do now? I mean, or is it all just too late? Well, you and your firebending friend who seems to be taking a nap on the floor when we're <laughs> talking about this important stuff. I mean, really. The very least you could do is, if you made a wish for an ocean spirit and threw the world into chaos, is pay bloody attention when I'm speaking. And he kicks Marco. Marco sort of looks up and goes, <laughs> What? What? I'm listening. Talking about spirits and stuff, man. And then lies back down again. No, for fuck's sake. I hope you'll pay more attention. <laughs> looks at you, Oki. He won't. I'm trying to pay enough attention for the both of us. <laughs> Plus, Shervis here, and she's kind of Marco's brains anyway, so. Yes, well, good luck to you then. three brain cells and I have all of them. Marco, like, looks up and goes, not true, I've got four. Nice back there. (laughs) What was that he said? Nothing of importance. Well, that's about right. Uh, Sounds like you've got a bit of a journey ahead of you. So a number of important locations around the world. I think four from memory. Four temples where the the different tribes, different people used to commune with the spirits. Whether or not... Do you know where they are? I know there's one with each of the nations, but where they are not 100% sure. I think you'll have to meet with, with representatives from the nations and talk to the maybe any spiritual leaders amongst them. Hmm. Because there is no air nation to say we're, we're nomads, so... Well, there's the four air temples. I imagine that maybe where you need to go is one of those places. The, the air nomads are probably the most in touch with the spirits. I I imagine they're not the type of people to lose lose a, a, a temple or a shrine to commune with spirits. They're not the sort of people who would do that, I think. Yeah, but, uh, so I guess... As for the Fire Nation or the Earth Nomad, Earth Nation, I mean, really, the Fire Nation, what, what do they teach you about spirits in, 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 in military, young woman? Points over at Sherva. They essentially tell us that it's all a bunch of nonsense. See, I think you're going to have trouble finding yeah. the Fire Temple. And you, Earth Kingdom. Um, yeah, Badgemol's a. Uh... Amazing creatures that everyone uh, loves and give them. Who their mentioned badgermoles? We're talking about spirits, boy. Keep up. Oh, badgermole. I thought badgermole was a spirit. I don't really pay too much attention. Badgermole's uh, an animal. Are you serious right what, now? I'm not too sure of my effigies. Like there was like all these little effigies and there's little temple we've seen before. Everyone had theirs. Cool effigies. Pretty nice. There's a big. What's this about? What's this about effigies? What are you talking about effigies and temples? Where was this? Oh, oh yes. Um, when we were at the the temple before, we picked up the. Uh, did we show you the cool tapestry? We got a cool tapestry, uh, by the way. Um, yeah, everyone had like the, those cool little effigies there. It was like a skink and the fox and 
It wasn't a skink, it was a dragon. Basically a big skink. It was a tail. It was a tail of something. It was a lizard with a longer tail than usual. Uh, (laughs) And they all had cool effigies, and I I couldn't see what mine was, so I can't recall off the top of my head. Unless you could tell me if Rung would know immediately. (laughs) No. No. Uh, what, What you remember is what Rung remembers. Exactly. Because <laughs> you've, you've, you've had to remember this for even less time than Rung. Like, that's that's even more... Like, Rung has had to remember this for a couple of hours in-game. You've only had to remember this... I only told you about this 40 minutes ago, and you've already forgotten most of what I was saying. <laughs> so, Rung has too. <laughs> Rung also has ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Um... <laughs> Tarnok sort of looks over. I'm very confused. There was there was effigies. Where where was this in the temple in in the in the old forgotten temple on the iceberg? Yes. Mm. And what? How many were there? Four. And you said there was one that was a fox. I'm guessing it looked like the Arctic fox spirit that you yes. that you spoke with. Okay. And were there any others? What did the others look like? One of them looked like a bison, but it had six legs. Sky bison, okay. Uh, all-terrain bison, yeah. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and a big skink. A big skink. One of them. It, it was just the tail. It was just the tail yeah. of a lizard. Looking. Oh, we okay. assume it's a dragon based on the tails of firebending coming from a dragon spirit. Oh sense. yes, there are tales that each of the four nations learnt their bending from animals or animal spirits. I believe the yeah. Earthbenders think they first learned it from badger moles. The Air Nomads was the Sky Bison. The Firebenders was the Dragons, and the Waterbenders were the Moon. Well, that doesn't make any sense. The Fox. The that fox. makes no sense at all. The Fox. Oh, maybe that would make more sense. It it'd certainly fit the pattern a bit better, wouldn't it? Which is why I find it so strange that everyone's so resistant to I don't know even think about setting up a temple to this nine-tailed fox. I mean, does anyone else find it a bit strange? Maybe it's why he's so mad. Was he still mad? I thought you said you calmed him. What what, what did it look like when he was calm? Did he... She? I don't know what gender the fox is. It. Sure. Um. Well, it it licked my face. It still looked pretty freaking scary. Okay. And did you, if you did it correctly, you should have watched it turn to golden light and, and dissolve into the little pieces, little like motes of light. Is that what you saw? Yes. Uh, Good. Okay. Actually... You sound very sure. Perfect. Great. Well, then you've you've done it. Mission accomplished. We're all desperately trying to remember what happened a week ago. <laughs> They're really good at this. Well, fantastic. It it definitely faded away. Faded away? I think it was gold. I thought it walked away. (laughs) I thought we would have remembered something like it turning gold and disappearing. Oh, and what happened? (laughs) Ahini, who's sitting there, looks at you guys and goes, Guys, this was like less than an hour ago. Yeah, it turned to golden light and like faded into little bits. Are uh, you kidding yeah. me? How do you yeah. not remember this? <laughs> I was on the floor. Okay. I was bloodbended. Okay. 
What was it? Was, was a killer there? What was a killer no, doing no there? I was watching a killer. Well, he told us to find a killer uh, to to go to the temple with a killer. Well, that before I knew he was a, a, a traitorous, dastardly bloodbender. Well, this is why you should write the date on the letter. Son, do you know what day it is today? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> so what use would that have done? <laughs> I'm just sick of everyone blaming our generation. <laughs> um, what was Akila doing there? Was he was he helping? Was he working with the spirits? Please tell me he wasn't trying to free that dark spirit in the North Pole still. He was helping. Somewhat. He, just, he came along and uh, helped us um, investigate the temple. We just had oh, well, a good. Day, and then the girls joined us. It was great. I mean, if you can call what he did helping. What, what did he do? He pulled just... the spear. Existed. <laughs> he was present. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what? He, didn't, he didn't do anything dastardly, but he didn't really he, do anything overly helpful. He, he actually well. led us to the temple because um, we didn't have Oki with us at the time, so that was. Actually oh, well, that's good. Ah, see, Shades I didn't know that. I wasn't there. Ahini sort of looks at you guys and goes, "And he helped Oki calm the spirit with the water bending." Guys, uh, give him some oh, yeah. credit. Yeah, they, mm. they did the whole spirit calming thing together. Oh, good. I was wondering how you managed to just by yourself, Oki, but I, perhaps now that you've had a practice, you're ready to go on your own. Go on my own? As in, oh, as in managed to do the woo-woo-woo-woos on Yes, well, oh, I mean, it sounds like uh, the airbender. What was your name again, son? The one who got hit in the face with the ice and snow before. <laughs> Sorry. Al thinks for a moment because he can't remember his name because he's been hit. Um... Uh, also, oh, it's, not, it's not that bad. You've, you've, huh. It's not that you. <laughs> a concussion doesn't like give you brain damage. <laughs> a concussion is an injury really, without I'm brain fight, damage. I'm fighting you off sleep. I feel really drowsy because I've been hit in the head. Ah, oh, true. Okay. Um, yeah, Elsa. Al. Elsa. Sounds like you helped too. That's very important. It's very important that you make a connection with the spirits. And then, while that connection is being forged, uh, Oki can do her water bending and, and um, use her spirit bending to to stop the stop the spirit and calm it. Um, seems like maybe that has helped you out forge a connection. It was really cool. It was really nice, actually. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good to hear. Oh, this is very good. Well, e each of you maybe should have a turn at this, or is this something that you're better at, Al? Uh, I think we're all we all have the capacity to, except maybe this guy who's sleeping. Marco like um, snores very loudly, <coughs> and tucks himself deeper into the furs. <clears throat> I mean, the time before that, he just attacked the fox. So um... he did what? Uh, yeah, remember when he came here at the temple? It, uh... Oh yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unacceptable. So. I've already yelled at him for that once. Twice seems a bit excessive. It's not. No, it's not. It's fine. He probably needs a walk. He certainly needs sleep. How much sleep is this boy getting? More than enough, don't worry. Or as a night, pretty sure, is it? That's normal. It's getting more than the rest of us. He well, really it, is. It sounds like you've got a bit of a lead already, then. The, the air nomads seem to be the next logical step. You, you know the spirit that you need to look for, and more importantly... The air nomads are the most likely group to know where to find this shrine. 
Probably. And surely yeah. a bison's not going to be angry like a dragon or anything. It's going to be pretty easy. If, like, you'd, you'd say so, all right? Like, you know, easy-going spirit. You'd go there uh, and deal with it or something, maybe. And, like, bison's are pretty small, so... It you know, you know, you know that snowball that you hit me with earlier? <clears throat> getting hit by a bison is like getting yeah. hit by five of those at the same time, except slightly softer but harder. How do you know what it feels like to get hit by a an air bison? Um, well, when I was younger, I was playing you around the air bison, people? and I stepped on his tail, and he got very angry with me. How are you sounds alive? Like, sounds like a challenge. <laughs> He, he was very lucky. Monkey Atso was I, there and was able to catch him with some airbending. Yeah. I, I landed on another bison. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean by soft And then dog. they played with me like soccer for <laughs> yeah. two hours. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. People in the world of Avatar are very resilient mm. as children. <laughs> but, um, I, I could, I could take a hit with my air bison. Well, as soon as this blizzard clears... Perhaps you should uh, head for the the Northern Air Temple. is probably the closest. Uh, Heeny, you, you're fetching this lot's supplies, aren't you? Uh, yeah, Tarnak, of course I am, but it's fucking middle of a blizzard. What, you want me to go do it now? No, you raise a good point. Maybe not now. Well, maybe you I'll should... I'll go get it. The snow doesn't touch me. Well, where are you going to buy it from, young man? People are going to be closing up shop. It's I'll pretty, just say pretty... Uh, uh, okay. People don't want to be yep. out there selling things out in this weather. No, it's best if you have a rest tonight and then head back down in the morning. And uh, I'm sure that we could organize some okay. some food and provisions for you as a thank you. Normally, I would want to throw a parade in your honor, but I think I have lost that privilege uh, and the lost the authority to be able to throw such an event. I don't think we're worthy of parades and of such like that. Well, some of you are, um, certainly. And he looks at Marco pointedly. <laughs> this is his... Or a parade in general. I, I guess instead of the seer, now you're just, just Tanook. I, I am just Tanook. Just, just Tanook. Just Tanook. No, my name is Tanook. I did a pause so that you could hear it properly. Ah, <laughs> uh, pause Tanook. <laughs> well, I'm off to bed. Appreciate all your help. You're very frustrating to talk to. Okay, if you need anything, don't don't bring the others. Just come by yourself. I I think that might be a bit of a plan next time. But thank you. For, you can you know. stay here as long as you wish. Uh, I suspect the Sears Hall will be repurposed before too long. So take your time and enjoy it while you still can. And I'm sorry, oh, Oki. And everything be safe, or are they? Where are they all going to be put? I don't know. I don't know. I'll try and take them with me. I have a, a brother out in the outskirts of the village who I uh, maintained a fairly close relationship with. Uh, hopefully, he'll take me in for a bit, and I can store some things there until I can get a house of my own. Uh, times are changing, Oki. Times are changing. You should get like a house for like your work as a seer for the water tribe. You'd imagine like it's like being a politician in the Earth Kingdom. Like you yes, do your work for you're, a bit, you're, you're sitting money, in then a, you get a nice yeah. house. This is the this oh. is the seer's this is the seer's hall. But uh, now that there will be, from the sounds of it, no more seers. Uh, 
I don't think the hall will be around much longer either. It'll probably be converted into guest chambers for visiting diplomats or ambassadors. Who knows? You, you could convert this to a tavern. It could be the multicultural hub of the water tribe, perhaps. Could serve nice drinks, chilled, frosty. Like, Son, I'm in my late eighties. I'm not opening a tavern. <laughs> Far too old for that. <laughs> not with that many people. You, you look like ninety plus. <laughs> it's a harsh salt wind on the skin, all right. You live on the ocean for eighty years and come looking like a smooth baby's bottom, eh? No, thank you. Right. Yeah. I'm off to bed. Better help with everything, uh, Tanook. Take care. You too, children. Look after yourselves, okay? And look after Oki. The popsicle of a killer out there when we leave. What was that, sorry? (laughs) We'll keep an eye out for the popsicle of a killer when we leave tomorrow. A killer? We'll see what happens with him. I I don't think he'll come back into the tribe. There's nothing for him here anymore. I suspect he'll move on. Be cautious. I, I know you said you'd talked him around and he was helping you, but mm, that technique he used, blood bending, uh, it sounds dark, a corrupting influence. It's too much power for one person. Too much. No, it's late and you need to go to bed, but have you ever heard of anyone using blood bending before? No, I'd, I'd never heard of it until this report. I mean, well, that's not strictly true. There, there have been reports throughout water tribe's history, very powerful waterbenders. Uh, the height of their power on a full moon could sometimes control animals. I never thought it could be used on people, though. I imagine other people who've discovered this have felt the same, that it would be a, a gross violation to try and control another person. It's Clearly. Leave. Did we know that did he leave you the name of that um, spirit he was talking to? Oh, I believe he did Very in the notes somewhere. I'll put it open. Uh, Yavu. It was um Yavu. Yavu. Yes, he did write it down, Yavu. I've done a bit of research. I I can't find any reference to this Yavu anywhere. It doesn't sound like a name I'm familiar with. <clears throat> I think, was there I something... Well, I just recalled... Did, was there any... Uh, like, from memory from that time, was there art or anything of Yavu or something that was saying? I swear there was something we've seen. Like, something, no. No. Nothing I can help him out with. Sorry. And with that, Tarnak will excuse himself and head off to bed, and all of you can have a rest and a sleep. There are some um, uh, dried meats and dried fruits out on the side near the fireplace. It looks like uh, Tarnak had organized some dinner for all of you guys when you got back. There's some food there, so you can have a bit of a rest. Um, You can mark off uh, all fatigues, all conditions, and enjoy a long rest. And you can also take an advancement, which we will do at the beginning of the next session um, because Marco should be here for it too. Uh, And we'll go through and do an advancement together so that you guys can all level up at the same time. So next session, remind me, if I forget, you are leveling up. So we'll do the advancement then. We'll go through the questions and also uh, all the protectors can um, go through their questions and double check their protectorship of their wards. Bree, I don't think there's going to be a lot of yeses for uh, for Sherva. Has my ward listened to me? No. <laughs> Has he endeavoured to act in a way that I would approve of? No. <laughs> <laughs> Has he left me behind at every opportunity? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we'll go through Did those you questions. Throw a boulder at your ward. Yes. 
Yeah, did, did you try to throw a boulder at your ward? Yeah, yeah, it's consent. Yeah. To be fair, though, most of my growth questions are about, you know, if I've done something for myself outside oh. of protecting others. Yeah, no, sorry, not not for the growth, for the protector, because um, it's yeah, been no, a while that, since you last We're just yeah. ignoring that. No, nah, we're not. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. Um, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for joining us for uh, for an awesome, awesome session. Um, got to do a little bit of lore dump tonight, which is always fun. Bit of some information and also set you guys up with the journey ahead. Give you guys a bit of a direction of where you want to head next. So looking forward to uh, a bit of fun with the air nomads. We've had a little bit of time in the Earth Kingdom, a little bit of time in the Water Tribe. Now it's time to go and explore the Air Nomads, the group I have been looking forward to the most since we started this campaign. Um, so very, very hyped. And close second will be the Firebenders. So I'm, I'm excited for that at some point in the future too. Um, but until Take next that, time... Kingdom. What was that, sorry? What was that, Dave? Uh, I said take that, Earth Kingdom. Yeah, fuck you, Earth Kingdom. Yeah, took- uh, whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. No, we did Earth Kingdom first. It's clearly the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, mm. I guess we did do it first. Is that to get the boring bits out of the way, though? Who knows? We have to go, have to go back there, though. have to go back. Yeah, do you, though? We just started with, like, an estate. I mean, do you, though? Maybe maybe that shrine is an Earth Kingdom area, but it's not actually in the Earth Kingdom. Maybe you don't have to go back to the Earth Kingdom ever again. Who maybe knows? Maybe it's in a mine. Or maybe you have to go back to where it all began. I guess we'll find out. Uh, all right, everybody. That is it from us tonight. Stay safe, stay well. We will see you all again next time. Uh, Saturday morning, I will be doing a little stream. Bree, what you doing? Archie, you still in chat? What are you doing? What are you guys doing Saturday morning? I have no plans. Fantastic. Do you want to do a little bit more of Raft, the final chapter? Sounds good. I'll post in the Discord. We'll see if we can recruit some others as well. See if uh, Dragon, Lucifer, maybe Sean. See who else is free. Sean plays a bit of Raft, doesn't he? Does he? I don't think he does, actually, now that I say that out loud. Who else? Who no, else joins us for the rafting? Shreepy. Tash. Tash did. I haven't seen Tash for a while. Oh, I miss Tash. I miss Tash, too. That's right. I miss Tash. Uh, so we'll get... Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Yeah. So we'll get, we'll get as many people on for a raft Fuck tomorrow morning all. as we can. Anyone, anyone who wants to join us is more than welcome to tomorrow morning, Saturday morning. Tomorrow's Friday. Wishing away I the weekend before it's over. I know, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um... But until then, stay safe, stay well. We will see you all again next time. Goodbye, everybody. Farewell. Bye. Bye. Bye.